it's Steph with Metal Fitness bringing you another juicy podcast. I had a post I put up earlier and a bunch of people responded and one of the big ones that came up was fitness and nutrition myths. So I looked into ones that I already know of and maybe some other ones that come up and there are a lot. So I will not be able to go over every single one. There'd be no way to. Uh, so what I'm going to do today is share with you a couple of the ones that stood out to me the most, ones that are probably on a lot of people's minds. And definitely feel free to let me know if you have another topic or another myth that maybe you're just like burning to know. I will only be as honest as possible with the knowledge I know and with a little bit of research that I've done. And of course, I always give my experience and uh, perspective behind it. So uh, yeah, so let's get into it. So the ones that I came up with were eating before bed. And a lot of people feel that that's not healthy and that's bad. Uh, carbs make you fat. The only way to lose fat is to cut your calories super low, like the 1200 calorie diet, the 900 calorie diet, the thousand calorie diet, uh, you know, whatever. There's so many diet names out there now. I don't even know. Uh, and then the other one is spot reducing. You might see a lot of posts that say you can reduce this stubborn belly fat. So I'm going to go over these four. Of course, there are a lot more. These are just the ones I'm choosing today. So the first one is eating before bed. Um, I've talked to a couple of people before, and a lot of people have this idea that eating before bed is bad. So number one, eating before bed is okay. Second of all, it can help with sleep. And third is what you eat before you go to bed does matter. And the timing. So with eating before bed, it is really uh, determined by you. So one answer won't fit everyone. So for some people, eating before bed is a great thing. For other people, it gives them indigestion and heartburn. But what you eat matters as well. If you find that you uh, like enjoy fats more and you find that you process them better, then you know that maybe if you do need to eat before bed, maybe choosing something that works with your body a little bit more. I personally find that eating carbs before bed is my best friend. Carbs provide you long, sustainable energy. Um, so that way your blood sugar does not dip at night and you can have a more restful sleep. Uh, carbs for most people are a very good answer before bed. Um, but what you eat matters. So this is the other third one that I talked about. The types of carbs you eat are extremely important. So you can eat like stuff like apples or berries and you have to determine uh, how much that you need by experimenting what feels right to your body. For me, I find an apple works really well before bed. I find oats also work really well. Um, anything that is a whole food item that is a carb is going to give you, uh, that has the fiber in it, is going to keep your blood sugar stable much longer. Oats, for example, provide really long-term energy. They even provide more energy than 
carb fruits do. Carb fruits, like I said, include like apples, um, bananas. Technically, all fruits have carbs. Some just have more and they have less sugar in it. Um, so again, eating before bed is not bad. It is predominantly based on what works for you. Um, you can eat two hours before bed. Sometimes I eat a half an hour before I go to bed. Um, like I said, it's really all based on you and how it makes you feel. So if someone tells you eating before bed is a no-no and you should not do it, don't listen to them. You need to do what works for you. And unfortunately, I can only give so many answers on that because you have to do trial and error with your own body. Um, what I'm going to say is, again, eating before bed is not bad. Uh, what you need to focus on is what you're eating before bed that is more important. Aim for whole foods. I find grains, rice, oats, uh, those type of foods are really good before I go to bed. I also find whole foods that have or whole fruits that have lots of carbs in it work really well. Um, I've done apples, bananas. Um, I tend to do a mix of them. So again, really play around with whole food carbs before you go to bed if you feel like you need to. Also, this leads me into saying too, if you're hangry before you go to bed, it could be that you didn't provide yourself enough fuel throughout the day, and so your body is craving it before you go to bed. Next one is carbs make you fat. Oh, fuck. I hate this one. Carbs don't make you fat. Let me repeat that again. Carbs alone don't make you fat. Uh, don't believe it. Don't believe that shit. Look into yourself. Definitely do your research on all the stuff I'm saying. I definitely recommend you do that. Um, always research everything you're said. Everything that, that someone says to you. Um, but like I said, I'm not lying to you. So know that I'm, it's coming from a place of honesty and integrity and genuine uh, benefit to you guys. So they don't make you fat. Carbs provide energy. Carbs give you, your, they are your main source of energy. Your brain, I believe it's about 20%. So your brain uses about 20% of glucose, which comes from carbs, to provide your body for energy. And your brain is one of the most is one of the most, if not the most, sensitive uh, receptors in your body to carbs. So when you get a massive headache, it could be you either didn't provide yourself enough carbs that day, or you didn't provide yourself the right kind of carbs. Again, that goes back to whole food items, grains, stuff like that. And some people can't handle grains well, but in general, most people do. So it's all it's always about the quality. Um, next one is on the carbs make you fat is you'll, you'll only gain fat if you eat more calories and your body burns. There are lots of calculators and stuff online. And if you work with me and I coach you, um, I'll give you those calories, but it's only an approximation. So there are so many variables that come into line when it comes to losing and gaining fat. And again, if you ever listen to me say, I don't like saying weight, that's a whole other story. Fat. 
Um, you'll only gain weight if you eat more than you burn. If you eat less than what your body burns, you'll lose fat. Now, what you need is going to vary wildly. So, for instance, you tapping your finger, tapping your foot, stuff like that, you burn excess calories that way because you're having to produce an action, a force, and so your body is now needing to supply energy to produce said force. Um, even if it's a very small amount, you burn calories outside of your exercise. So, please never think that you need to exercise to burn the calories off because there are so many other ways that you can do it. Even you taking a shower, you are burning calories. So please keep this in mind. Uh, again, when people say carbs make you fat, they do not make you fat. Of course, you want to have the most whole foods as possible. So you're giving yourself the most fuel that you can. And you might actually find, I know for me, I find I eat 2000 calories a day. I don't have a like physical job where I go to. I primarily coach people from home, and sometimes I go and work out with them uh, at their house. And I only eat, and I eat 2,000 calories. So this is primarily coming from whole foods. The more whole foods that your body you provide with, you actually, your body has to break down it even longer than processed food. Um, so you can technically tend to eat more calories when it comes from whole food, Versus if you were to eat the same amount from processed food, because your body has to go through so many other processes in order to break that down through the fibers and everything that's in that food to provide you energy. So, and you actually, did you know, burn calories in order to digest food. Ah! Your body is completely like this weird complex thing. And so all we have are guidelines from where to work from. And... The last one on the carbs make you fat is, of course, types matter. I'm always, I'm going to beat that into your head from time on because the types of foods matter. How they make you feel matter. Does it make you bloated? Just paying attention to yourself. And that's probably a topic for another time. I've had people ask me that too. <laughs> so the next one is the only way to lose uh, fat is cutting out all your calories. So... In this culture, we have this feeling and it's pushed in our face that you need to eat 1,200 calories, you need to eat 1,000 calories, you need to eat 900 calories in order to lose fat. When you deprive yourself from so many of those calories, you're actually, this, this is like going to go into like 800 different ways. There's so much to this. So, uh, when you, the only way to lose fat is cutting out all your calories. It is energy. So you need calories. What you need is going to vary based on your body, but in order, when you eat food, it creates heat in your body. And when you cut down calories so low, you know, you have a tendency to say, uh, you know, say you've, you missed a couple of meals one day and you're a dragging ass. You're not moving as much. You might feel cold and you're just like not fully there. That is because you deprived yourself of energy. You deprived yourself of the calories you need to process 
the basic functions in your body. So when you eat too low of calories, you actually are negatively affecting your, your current metabolism. Your metabolism changes, of course, um, but at that moment in time, you're negatively impacting your metabolism. Your body starts to go, I don't like to call it starvation mode. I don't think it's like a real term necessarily, um, but your body now has to go in a conservation kind of mode at that moment. It's like, I need to hold on right now because I don't know when I'm going to get calories again. So by providing your ca yourself calories and ideally a little more often, so space them out pretty consistently, it looks different for everyone, but you it's not necessarily uh, the wisest idea to make a habit of not eating enough calories. I've had a couple people say, I've gained weight, but I eat this amount of calories. And I ask them and they're like, I track everything and I, I'm doing everything and I'm working out. It's because you're not giving yourself enough fuel in order to fuel your workouts, fuel your everyday life, to do everything you need to do and run your heart, your brain, your gut, everything. So please never think that eating a thousand calories a day is good for you unless you're medically supervised and there is a specific reason why they have that have you on it if you're going to eat super low you are now losing out on all of the great minerals you get from vitamins you're missing out on protein you're missing out on the fat to help you with hormone production it is such so yeah when you see people tell you eat 1200 calories to lose weight don't do it unless you're medically supervised and you have a medical reason for it. Even older adults should still be getting more than 1200 calories, maybe not a ton, a ton, but that 100, 200, 300 calories makes a huge difference when you equate that over time. So per day, you know, that's one, two, three times seven, that's almost a thousand calories per week just at that. So like I said, I eat 2,000 calories and I'm purposefully eating a tiny bit more than what my body needs. And I've only gained one pound in a couple weeks now. Um, so please, please, please do not think that your miracle answer to losing fat is to starve yourself. Please don't do it. And if you do that and you can't get out of that habit, and it's a huge mental block, I suggest you go get help. And I only say that because eating is essential to life. It provides energy. And when you eat enough, you can eat under what your calorie burns a little bit. But if you eat less than what your basic functions require, which is different than when you add in all your daily activities and, and movement and steps and stuff like that. So when you eat too low, so like say my, my BMR, which is called base metabolic rate, is about 1,200 or so. If I eat less than 1,200, I am depleting myself of multiple food groups. I'm missing out on lots of vitamins and minerals and fats that I would otherwise need in order to provide my body with its basic functions to survive. Of course, you can go a long time eating super low, but it's not healthy for you. And don't you want to thrive? Don't you want to not just get by, 
but to actually be fucking happy. So while you're trying to lose fat, yes, you do need to eat a little bit less than what your body burns. But if you work with me, we do it in a slower, sustainable rate. So that way you're able to enjoy your life, but still lose some fat. It's going to be slower. And as long as you're patient, then you're going to get to exactly where you need to go. It is not a marathon. It's a slow and steady walk to get to your goal. So last one, as we're uh, getting a little longer than my other ones, this is why I only did four topics here. Uh, the next one is spot reducing. So we, in this culture, there's, I see lots of like ads and stuff where it says, burn your belly fat. And you can do this to eliminate cellulite and all this other stuff. So you need to do the work in order for you to reduce your body fat. And this means you must be in a deficit. So you must be burning a little bit more than what you intake. Uh, your composition of your body is affected by your genetics and maybe sometimes by the types of foods you eat, um, your stress levels. Those all can affect where you store your fat. There's a lot of variables when it comes to that, but when someone says, here's this ab routine to bust your belly fat, it doesn't work that way. And it doesn't, doesn't always include that nutritional aspect, behavioral aspect that is required in order to be able to reduce fat. Your body will remove fat as it deems necessary and where it, where it wants to remove it from. Some people store more fat around like their stomach. Some people maybe store it more in their back. Some people might store it more, you know, on your triceps. So it really depends on your genetics, your body, and it's not a sustainable or healthy goal. You, it, it doesn't replace doing the work. So you can't bypass the work in order to uh, reduce body fat accepting yourself for where it's at and appreciating your body for what it does, doing the work, sweating a little bit, working on that food, making sure that your nutrition is optimal and balancing out with exercise is going to be the key in order to be able to reduce some of your body fat. And again, if you see anyone say, or you see like ads or stuff like that that say, reduce belly fat, all you can do is focus on your diet and make sure you have some ab exercise in there. Make sure you got some good whole body movements going and your body will do what it needs to do. And if it's not to your liking, that's your body. So we all carry things differently. We, one person can be 130 pounds, another person can be the same weight and you can be the same height and you guys might store it differently different sizes of frame of bones and stuff like that. So I hope all this was insightful for you. Again, there was a lot of topics to go through. These were just the first couple I came across. Um, if there's anything you'd like me to elaborate on, please let me know. Find me on Facebook, YouTube, search Metal Fitness, Metal Yoga with Steph, and you'll be able to find me, ask me that question, and I'm more than happy to talk about it. All right, so again, this is just me being honest up front. That's how I roll because I want the best for you and I don't want you to suffer 
or put yourself through excess agony to fit these expectations that the world sets on us. It's what your body does. Work with your body instead of against your body. And everything will fall into line as it needs to. Especially if you got me coaching by your side. Alright, have a great one guys. Kick some ass, take some names, and rock on. Metal Fitness, out.